I'm Tracy Hassel. Hi, and I'm Stacey Moise, and this is Sexy Spirited Satire. And we're going to start with a quote, per usual. Um, I'm very excited for this quote, and it's going to obviously dive us right into the day. Um, We don't develop courage by being happy every day. We develop it by surviving difficult times and challenging adversity. I love that quote for so many reasons. Oh, yes. Because it makes like, especially when things are going bad and wrong. And I hate that expression. Oh, you look back and laugh at it. Not necessarily, um, but you'll at least like, you know, be, be through it and you could definitely look back at it and learn from it or whatever. Um, I chose that quote because the late DMX, who was just died on April 9th uh, at 50 years old, uh, died. It's crazy because Biggie died on March 9th and then DMX died on April 9th. So I am obviously obsessed with DMX, as pretty much everyone knows. Um, I'm not like crazy distraught about it because for me, I, I just, I've never been like that way about death. Like I think people see death as so finite, like it's the end. Like, yeah, their body has passed. Like they are no longer here, but your memories, the music, whatever impact, you know, whatever videos, everything that you have with a person, whether it's a celebrity or it's a person in your actual life, is still there it's still valid so i think that's why i'm not like oh yeah he's gone and also because um i got to look him in his face tell him i love him and he said it back when he gave me the towel at the concert the first towel of the night at the concert so for me it's like i'm completed i'm whole i have nothing left unsaid and there's that yeah no i i'm glad that you got to have your moment with dmx when you did I'm yeah. disappointed that you don't have a shadow box for the towel, though. I feel like he should; it should be mounted <laughs> on your wall. <laughs> it was it was on my, I wouldn't call it a vision board. It was definitely a board I had. It was actually more a gratitude board, I should call it. Like, it wasn't a vision board. It was more a gratitude board. So it was on my gratitude board because okay. I was so grateful that, that happened. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so everything sucks happening nowadays, really. Like, yeah. Um, it's trash. Our country is trash. It's not like this is news to us, but it's just like, you know, you know, the onion website, how they like always post these like ridiculous headlines that are supposed to be uh, fake, satire and fake. They're like, fucking but it's real. real. They're fucking it's really real. happening. Wait, there was a, I don't remember what happened, but I do remember the onion posted something and they were like, we got nothing like because they were like, there's nothing that could be what's actually happening. They were like, so they, yeah. their, their headline was like, we got nothing. And then it was the article about whatever was happening. It's like it that. Ridiculous. Plus, like in the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of people were tweeting at uh, the Black Mirror creators and being like, OK, can you like end this episode now? And they're like, no, nope, yes. nope, this isn't us. Yeah. I, I think this this season dragged on a little too long of Black Mirror. Agreed. Truly. For sure. I mean, it got too dark. Like, ironically. Like, oh. They haven't come up with another season because, again, how do you beat what's actually happening right now? Honestly, honestly, it's trash, trash everywhere. So I know there's the the Derek Merger case. Um, so there's this funny uh, TikTok. This woman come up. She was like, every you know, his, so his name Derek Chauvin, whatever, is like in in font behind her, or whatever. And she's like, everyone keeps pronouncing this guy's name wrong. I don't know why. I mean, it's French. It's pronounced Derek. Murderer. Yes. I was like, ah, oh, stalled, stalled. Yes. So that's what I'd be calling him, Derek. Murderer. You have to stop fucking calling it the George Floyd, Floyd case. George Floyd is not on trial. It's not on trial. Stop. Thank you. That's that's what we do, though. Well, sorry, not not we us included, but as a society, right. news. Yes, that's what happened. Oh well, he had drugs in the system. Oh well, his prior this and oh blah blah blah. Even when like um the that do you the do that for movie? anyone who was murdered who isn't a person of color? No, you don't. No, you look into the cop, though. You finally look into the cop. Exactly. I mean, but that's our society. It's not even a cop thing. Because even when that black family, their kid fell into the monkey playpen, you know, Rip Hombre, whatever. Harambe, whatever. Thank you. Harambe. They did a whole, like, background check on the parents. And I'm like, okay, but when that white kid fell into the damn alligator thing, I didn't see the same background check and all that other nonsense, even right. though it did say no swimming. It's not the same. Like they, they let their child go swimming, not oops, their child fell right. into something very common, but they said, Oh, I know there's no swimming sign, but I guess uh, doggy paddling doesn't count. So go ahead, honey, you just go doggy paddle and then got eaten by a freaking alligator, but whatever. I mean, fair is fair, I guess, but mm, not in this country. No, no. Ugh. Yeah. And then, 
we'll be having another case maybe potentially soon kim what's her well, name potter. so kim potter is going to be charged with second degree manslaughter interesting um i'll, I'll believe it when i see it i'm right. sorry when i see convicted oh, i don't care about arrest i don't care absolutely i mean look at how many charges Derek murderers is up against who knows what's going to actually happen Right. Despite the fact that all of the expert witnesses are saying that who gives a fuck what was in his system, right. that has nothing to do with it. He lost his oxygen at a, at, at a certain time stamp and you still were fucking kneeling on his neck two minutes in and you were super comfortable hands in your pocket, like love and life. It's not even the first time. That's why. That's how you know. Yeah. That's listen. When you see his hands in his pocket, you know this isn't his first time. Mm -hmm. And it is not his first time. Yeah, he's done that. I can't remember the name. It was a, actually a younger a kid, a teenager, I want to say, or something like that. There's a report about that. He did this, He did the same thing. I don't think the kid died, but he did the same thing. I guess people either intervene or I guess, you know, he decided to have a soul for a moment. I don't really know. Um, but it isn't the first time he's kneeled on someone uh, of color as if they were a dog that they were trying to wrangle in, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So. There's all that happening. And then now again, we have a new one. And unfortunately, that's just how it goes. Um, there's just always a new one. There's always another one. There's a new one, a new hashtag, a new movement, a new, you know, march, a new protest. It's, it just doesn't stop. Uh, Dante, oh my God, give me his last name. I forgot. I know Dante. Right. His last name. Um, Dante Wright. Thank you, Dante Wright. Yeah. So um, there's all of that happening. And I, I've even seen people post about how, like you should know the difference between your taser and your gun. I think they said the gun is 2.6 pounds. The taser is 0.8 pounds. Yeah. Like 0.86, um, something like that. It's also very, very clearly like brightly neon colored. So it's, it's lighter. Right. It's bigger. It's, it's on a particular side of your holster on purpose. Also, why is your first instinct to, to, to do any kind of harm? Like taser is still harmful. What did he, well, we know what, why. why we, we know, know why, why because we they do know black why. skin as a weapon, it doesn't even matter the size of the person, the stature of the person, the aggression of the person, none of that matters. They see the skin color and they lose their shit. And I mentioned this because, again, this is not even a cop thing, this is a societal thing. The issue is the cops have guns, but this is still a societal issue. Um, and as, I shouldn't even say a not even because it's not just our society. This is a worldly issue yeah. because if you look at things that you consume, your video games, your cartoons, any of those things, the darker character, darker clothes, darker hair, darker skin tone, always the evil character. What do we glorify as beauty? The lighter, the brighter, the better, whether it's even light hair, light eyes, light skin tone. Well, that even is when they do finally the fucking cast a black person for a role, half the time they're, they're lighter skinned on purpose. Because it's, right. it's, it's like, more um, marketable, which is fucked up. There's that. And then there's even the point of like, sometimes they won't hire darker skin because they don't know how to light them properly. Like I remember with Issa Rae when Insecure came out, everyone was like, oh my God, these people are beautiful. They're so beautiful. Why are they so, I mean, they're beautiful, but they're so beautiful. And she, there's a whole like episode behind the scenes, whatever you want to call it, where they talk about the lighting because most people don't know how to light black people, just like they don't know how to do their makeup. They don't know how to do their hair. The standard is white. The standard is white, straight hair, whatever the hell, like even with cosmetology, like, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I, I think your hair may be like naturally a little wavy, maybe oh, a little it's curly. incredibly or, curly. I've got a Jufro. Right. But you would never have to go somewhere to get your hair done and worry about or wonder if they know how to do your hair. Yeah. Why? Because that's what they were taught in school. That was the standard. Sure, you can take extra classes to learn about black hair, just like black history. Sure, you can take electives in college, but it's not part of the standard. It is not part of the no, status quo. And that should be. You should be able up. to walk into fucking any hair salon and feel, feel comfortable. And it's bullshit that you, that's not an option right now exactly like it's it's again it's a societal problem it's not it's not just a cop thing it's just unfortunately those end up with lives lost and not oh a bad hair day or yes. you know a bad makeup job they end up with lives lost that is the issue um but we wouldn't even need black history months if white people didn't lie so much like you know yeah. can you actually tell i'm gonna be Beethoven honest with you black? i didn't even know what the fuck because you know what yes fucking privilege dude like i didn't know what juneteenth was until this year didn't know didn't know. Never heard about it. 
that is okay to own and be willing to admit that. And that that's when you know better, you do better. Hopefully not uh, everyone, oh, but most yeah. people. You- Absolutely. Like I, listen, I feel like if, if you're in a place of privilege and you're white and you didn't feel at least one moment of shame this year, like there's something wrong with you. <laughs> At least one moment of shame. We're only in April, mind you. But yes, you should have definitely at least felt one moment of shame this year if you haven't. And yeah, I, I, especially I invite- like, okay, so some people have gone back to work and their schedules are back to being busy. But in the beginning of the pandemic, when all, all of the nonsense is happening and you're seeing black bodies be murdered for just being alive, if you're not doing your fucking homework and your research then, and you don't know what's going on, that is chosen ignorance, my friend. Like you got to get on your, on your shit and start doing your homework. If you want to contribute to society and not be a dick. Amen, sister. I, th- I feel like I spoke about this last episode, but I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's willful ignorance at mm-hmm. this point. Um, I can, yeah, there's, I can come up with all the catchy, funny, witty euphemisms for black lives matter, but it doesn't matter because you guys don't care. Like, not you guys. You know I mean. People who the people who still yeah, are like, but what about, but what about like, but what about black on black crime? What about it? Tell me about it. What about it? Please tell because it's the same as white well, on white crime. Because again, you're like, are crime. saying that in response to like when we're saying protect Asian lives? Are they saying what about Asian on Asian crime? No. Right or or my this is actually my favorite one that it's not like. Could you imagine justifying 9-11 being like, well, Americans are killing each other. So right. someone else popped in and joined in on that. So it's okay. Honestly, like, could every, you imagine that being my logic? So fucking political. Everything is political. Right. Everything is centered around money. Like the system uh, is not broken. It's working. It was built this way. Yes. Politicians want to protect redlining. <laughs> they do. And their pockets at the end of the yeah. day. And it's amazing you see that. It brings me to, I think we were going to talk about this before, mental health. I mean, honestly, just the whole health system is shit. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's easier to treat symptoms. It's e- it's, it's uh, more profitable to keep the patients sick. All those things. But in particular, we were talking about mental health. So I was having an issue finding a new therapist with my new insurance. Mm-hmm. I literally went, and I'm, I'm a tech-savvy person. I'm a smart girl. I'm a go-getter. So I go on my little, you know, portal. I log in. I'm looking for my in-network doctors. You know, I'm doing my thing. Nine patients. Ages later, I still couldn't find one because either A, the number was disconnected, B, um, they no longer take insurance, take my insurance, C, they have a too long of a wait list, or D, which was my favorite answer. And I and I quote this verbatim. We take your insurance, we just don't have any physicians that take your insurance at this time. Oh, uh, what? what? What do you mean? So in my mind, when I heard that, this is what I heard. I heard Everyone's mental health is in the shitter. Business is picking up. I'd rather get money from, you know, Cigna, Aetna, because mm-hmm. they pay more. Cheap ass, crappy little insurance um, for Medicaid because I, you know, I have my, my little bullshit job. I, I luckily qualified for Medicaid. Wonderful. Um, but yeah, they, they would rather get money from HMOs than, you know, Medicaid because they're contracted. But I'm like, at the end of the day, you are contracted. It is literally illegal for you to tell me you are contracted to take my insurance, but none of the doctors there want to basically is what you're saying right and it's and it's bullshit because it pits us against the doctors in a sense so you've already got this strained relationship going into what's supposed to be the most trusted supportive relationship in your life it's supposed to help you get centered and get balanced but there's like this resentment built up and that's not how the system should the doctors absolutely need to get paid i you know i literally don't feel like I would be alive had I not found my former therapist. Meanwhile, the only reason I could maintain that relationship was because I was bartending at the time. I was paying out of pocket and it was comfortable to do so. Going through insurance, I cannot find anyone. Agreed. Even with, another, I had the same situation where um, when I was in California, I think I got Kaiser or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through a couple of therapists. That, it's like none of them were a good fit. And I, I just think, again, that kind of speaks to the whole LA thing. Like, I know they claim to be so diverse and so exclusive and so amazing. But I just felt like the doctors were a little tone deaf. Um, and mind you, this was kind of before shit hit the fan, but I just felt like I wasn't connecting with them in the sense of me trying to talk about this like inner rage that I have as a black woman in America. And they were just like, mm, oh, uh. like I. Uh. So anyway, I ended up getting a referral. <laughs> I ended up getting a referral to an out of network doctor that they would cover. Like I, I basically made my point oh, to say, 
your doctors suck for me anyway they suck for me so i need help so they actually would pay for the out-of-network doctor the end of the year comes and like my renewal comes or whatever and then i had to start paying out of pocket it was like 125 a session which was a lot but at the end of the day i finally found a doctor it it seems like self-pay is the way to go it seems like these doctors that take the insurances are just like doing it so that they have money like it's like yeah, my business is doing good because I have a good 10 patients that have this insurance and I take a couple of self-pays here and there. Right. You know what I mean? So it's it seems like, like self-pays that do certain go. cases pro bono. It's like, ooh, I just do this yeah. to feel good because like everything else I'm getting paid for and like now here's me giving back. That's a great freaking analogy. The difference is, I'm, I, as far as I know, the lawyers that do that go in and they do the job. They don't do it as a pity party where it seems like these therapists are just like, mm, yeah, I'm just right. Mm, all right, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, thanks for nothing. Yeah. Like the most recent therapist I found through my new insurance, which is like, I'm unemployed and like struggling to like, do I eat or does my dog eat? Um, so this, the, the clinic they referred me to, not even like specifically adopt, like I, I couldn't even like vet who I wanted. Like it's a clinic first, you do your intake. And then I come to find out later, it's like, they don't, they're not even paying for a business Zoom. So I'm not doing a video call. I'm doing a phone call with a therapist they paired me with. And even when I was- that's very disconnected. Incredibly. And I'm like, you can't even pay for a fucking business Zoom for your entire clinic. Like that's, 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 I don't know. That's already sketched to me. But when I was doing my intake, (laughs) I ended up kind of bonding with that lady. I liked her. Um, but I don't think she had room for another client. And also I'm just, I'm used to a male therapist. I'm still figuring out like later in life now, whilst my priorities are changing, like do I change the sex of the therapist that I want to work with? Because now I kind of want to talk about like sexual disconnects and romantic stuff and like getting back. Into oh my, my God, my sketch. All of this stuff. <laughs> my sketch. My whole sketch is about the, the, the one is all she does is talk about like sex and stuff like that. And, and she has a male doctor, but she also asked for a female doctor. How funny you are my character and you actually I play did, my character. How funny. I remember funny, I told you, I was like, holy shit, I feel so connected. And like, and, and the way that she sets up that board is like, wait, I, Hotation, I've been using that for a while too. I think I stole it from me, not stole it, but like I've, I've referenced Issa Rae when I use it because she, because she yeah. said it on Insecure first. Because uh, I call it whole time. I just call it the whole right, time. That's right. Yeah. So I feel very connected to your character. Yes. Um, that is so funny. But, I love it. So yeah, like, and I remember in my intake too, I was like, so I was honest about it. I was like, I'm, I'm used to a male therapist um, that, that might be, but I'm, I'm open to different things. I'm really trying to talk through it. I also like, um, I'm trying to acknowledge and work through my issues with my eating disorder now because I realized I repressed it for a long time. And like, yes, I'm um, super active and like I exercise a lot. And so people want to keep telling me how great I look, but I have to be so careful about taking that in because I can go to a really unhealthy place with that. And I just want to like love my body no matter what it looks like and who I am and what's going on. And, and I want to work through that in therapy, whatever. So we're talking about that stuff. And then when I finally get paired with my male therapist and I get on the phone with him, he, listen, in the DSMR, eating disorders are in there. Triggers about that, all of that. If you know you're about to talk to a client who's dealing with this, you should maybe do a little bit of homework beforehand about what might trigger them and what might not be the appropriate language to use or questions to ask. Like this motherfucker, had I not already gone through therapy with a, a man who I trusted, love, like literally saved my life um, and like helped me create my toolkit. I don't know how I would have gotten through that conversation because this man is asking specifics about certain things I do and don't do about like numbers on the scale, all this shit that you absolutely should not do. And then he talks about anxiety, like didn't even get into my family stuff. Like it was just so reckless and irresponsible to be quite honest with you. And as we were wrapping up the session, he was asking what I wanted to work on. I was like, well, I'll tell you right now, I don't feel comfortable working on ED with you because I felt incredibly triggered. So I'll find a support group. I was just like, I was that nasty with him. I was like, I, I don't, I definitely don't feel comfortable doing that. Um, 
Well, thank you for sharing. That was a lot. I mean, like, not like, oh, that was a lot. That was too much. I just, the fact that you were that open to share this with us on the podcast, of course. Um, I I have a couple of follow-up questions that also partly play devil's advocate. Um, Was this going to be your therapist going forward or was this your intake doctor? No, this was going to be my therapist going forward. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, I know the intake will definitely kind of be, I don't want to say dismissive, but like, they're kind of just like, we want to get through everything so we know who the fuck no, to carry you with. So that's what I was I thinking. I felt more connected to the intake lady because she got Aww. it. She got it. Like, even when I yeah. was a little uncomfortable, because you can, you can get a little, you can get a little uncomfortable with how deep you dive into everything when you're doing an intake without it being a session right. because they're just trying to write down the information. Yeah. So it can be really scary. <laughs> Um, yeah. but no, that wasn't it. He's supposed to be my therapist. That sucks. Um, what, and was he, um, I, no, sorry, not was he, I, I also wonder if I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I get what you're saying that, you know, male versus female. I just also, because I'm a, I'm a female with like a male brain. Like I noticed, I just don't think like, yeah. And I think that's, any other mm-hmm. so I wonder if, yeah, that that if if it was a male thing, or it also could be like if he again, you don't know what he looks like because he was over the phone. Um, if he was an older dude, yeah, he's gonna be out of touch and, and he's that's, just gonna that's suck exactly at anything. It, 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 it no matter what you talk me about, of like older male bar owners who are like still stuck in the '90s and don't know how to like modernize and like get with the times when you know you have to now, like you have to be on social media, you have to have gender neutral bathrooms, you have to like cater to everyone <laughs> like and not you gotta have a, a signature drink stupid yeah. shit like that it's so okay funny story i used to work for this bar in queens oh my god i came i think it was called mm-hmm. the green no that's what we call it. it was it's by it was by my college we called it the green i cannot remember the actual name and i used to bartend there and my freaking bar owner you know what this mofo would do he would brew a pot of coffee and pour it into the Patron and make two bottles and that's how you had Patron Cafe. Ew. I mean, not that he not would that all Patron start. Cafe is that delicious to begin with. <laughs> like, right. I remember one of the bars oh, I worked at, like, we inherited a lot of old bottles from the bar it used to be before. So we had, like, all these bottles mm-hmm. of, of Patron XO and, and we, like, put it on special for, like, $3. We just wanted to get rid of it. Just get it, let it. It's like a, it's like the plague. And then I knew of a, a country club I worked at because I used to work for a, a catering company, but not the like it. It was more of the staffing. So like I would never be. At, I mean, I might be at the same place twice, but I worked for the staffing company, not the country club itself. But I would be at the country yeah. club working. They would take the um, house liquor and they would pour it in the brand bottles. Like they would take the house vodka and pour it in the Grey Goose and you know stuff like that. They yeah. And it's funny because I'm like, it's a country club. These motherfuckers are paying regular, yearly, monthly, weekly. I don't even know what dues. It's a motherfucking bar mitzvah. So you already know they're spending so much money. And y'all have the nerve to still be cheap and cutting back corners to probably... They're like politicians. Country clubs and the government are the same. Oh, fuck Boom. yeah. They're exactly the same. I mean, you don't... Yep. You don't it's think a big club and you ain't in it. ...go and discuss all their nonsense at a country club? <laughs> This is like George Carlin said, it's a big club and you ain't in it. Like if we were to get together like, and finally get our shit together, it's kind of the same thing I say about black people. I always say the reason why things don't work, unfortunately, is because of one, the years of, of just divide and conquer that's been ingrained in us, whether it's light skin, dark skin or whatever. We, we just can't seem to get together wholeheartedly yes a bunch of us do yes there are marches yes there are movements but i mean like as a collective it's always a percentage and then the second thing is okay well i'm haitian you're jamaican well you're african well you're just like regular american black like we still want to separate ourselves from ourselves instead of just coming together as a collective which again i understand is happening it's just not happening on the scale that it should be because we have this it's ingrained in us to not like want to work together, be together, you know, whatever. Even with the light skin, dark skin thing, it was a thing about, oh, well, you were a light skin slave, so you were in the house, you had it easy. I was a dark skin slave, I was in the field, and it's like, yeah, well, she was a light skin slave, and she was like getting raped by Massa and his seven friends on a regular basis. So, like, did did she have it easier because she was inside the house? I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna say no. So there's, but it's just, it's so deeply ingrained that like you still see yeah. it today. Like it's it's. it's infuriating to see it recognize it and like be like why can't you just right. do better please please Ugh. Ugh. okay this is too much all right so we're gonna <laughs> move on um 
Uh, we also wanted to talk about um, brain fart. Sorry, I I lost it. So okay, we're talking about what's going on with you and how <laughs> it's a struggle. The struggle is real with therapy and mental health services, and we got to get our shit together. So that's the takeaway. Oh, I wanted to. Yeah. Now I remember. Thank you. I wanted to dabble back just as a whole in the healthcare mm -hmm. field. Um, so it's wonderful what Obama did uh, with preventative care. So things such as birth control, you know, your physical, your pap smear, whatever, all those stuff are are covered, no deductible, no copay, no nothing because they're considered preventative yeah. or whatever. Um, but with the birth control, we, this is the conversation we were having. So we were talking about birth control and how, uh, well, sorry, it, it was because of Johnson and Johnson. We'll go to birth control and hopefully you'll remember to loop back to them. But the biggest thing with birth control, I always remember seeing that it was like, you know, if you don't, if you smoke, don't take this. If you smoke, don't take oh, this. So yeah. I always assumed I it was smokers at risk. Yeah, see, yeah. I forgot to. Yeah. So I remember that being a thing where I, and I just, because that's what I heard, that's what I saw. And again, always being asked, do you smoke? How much do you smoke? When I'm getting my birth control, I always thought the blood clots were equated with smokers, right. period. Done. End of story. But now, recently, as Johnson and Johnson thing came out, and I actually wonder if those women were on birth control. I'm sure nobody's going to look at that because God oh, forbid. Yeah. But um, I, <laughs> I wonder if I only say that because there was also a, a study. I want to say Boston University or something like that. They linked um, perms, like hair yeah. relaxers, I should say, not perms. They've linked those to fibroids, and that is why black women tend to have fibroids more often more severe more uh, detrimental to their health than white women they've never done any additional research why because who cares about black women right same thing same thing with this vaccine who cares about women as a whole no nope, we're not going to look into that sorry we'll just go pull the vaccine whatever happens happens uh, do you boo boo like that's yeah. basically where we're at um and my boss actually got the vaccine the day before it got pulled <laughs> yeah she's like my time is limited, y'all. I said, bitch, you better take some aspirin for the next week and, you know, make sure you don't get no blood clots because everyone died within right. like a week. So like, it's either going to happen or it's not. So I told her to make sure she takes some aspirin to prevent the blood clots or whatever. But I think that's interesting because theirs was only 61 well, I mean, the thing about it is the main takeaway, too, with all these vaccines is like if you have access to it, get it. If you're really looking at the percentages, six people dying out of how many? versus like these blood clots that happen with birth like you really have to put everything in perspective not like even exact sciences aren't exact sciences like um i don't know i don't know man it's it, it's 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 trash everything is fucking trash let's just be real i don't even i'm not an expert it's okay. on anything but I will say that it's trash. I'm an expert on the fact that we are surrounded by fucking trash. Hot, hot, hot smelly, flies, yeah. maggots, garbage. Yeah, agreed. Um, interesting you say that. It, it brought me to something I read. It's, I read it recently, but yeah. it was old. Um, Neil, deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson posted something like, um, the thing about the, the best thing or the greatest thing about science is whether you believe it or not, it's true, right? And like some fast food steakums or something like that responded and they got into like a whole debate with other people on twitter not neil he never responded but he basically said interesting for someone of like your caliber you would think you would know better and like everyone started jumping on steakums like guys it's neil degrasse what do you mean like what he said is true like what do you mean he should know better everyone's going at them so hard and steakums comes back with this beautiful response something along the lines of science isn't true science is a process of discovering the truth and at the end of the day it's an ever evolving process and we are also evolving and learning new things pluto was a planet it wasn't a planet how right. many effing times so you can't say just that simple fact of science is true and everyone was like oh steakums yeah, oh my god <laughs> yo i was like but that's that's what he said is true you can't just say science is true like that's not that's not the statement i was like yo that's dope i thought that that's was very great. interesting for him for them to bring up that that point and it's again it is true like it's the same with anything we've learned about anything oh if you got a mesh implant like yeah at the at the time the mesh implant was great it was the best thing since sliced bread and it was safe 20 yeah. years later not so yeah. fucking not so yeah i'm just i just laugh because i'm waiting for if you or your loved one got the covid vaccine i'm, right. I'm just waiting for that in like 15 if, if you're not all oh, zombies whatever i feel <laughs> fucking kidding. fine 
I feel fine. Yeah, a lot of people feel fucking fine. You know, the thing with side effects is they're not always immediate. Like, even there, uh, I can't remember the name of the vaccine, but there was a study in, uh, I want to say Norway, but I feel like that's something else. There was a study for a vaccine that was done yeah. in children. And basically, tw- every you know, the vaccine was safe. It was given to the kids, cool beans, all good. They followed up with these children 20 years later, and like 100% of them had, um, uh, not liver, um, what's the damn insulin? Pancreas had pancreas failure. So they all had um, uh, diabetes type. Well, I always confuse the two. But everybody, they all had diabetes because their pancreas is failed. All, every, every single one of them that got that vaccine, 20 years later, all, the, all of them were on um, medication for, insula- for uh, a, a diabetes because their pancreas had failed. And again, at the time, the vaccine was safe, everything was good, but that's 20 years later. So that's my other issue with the vaccine. I'm like, y'all made this shit too fast during a pandemic. And also you're still telling us it's experimental. Like, I don't want to be nobody's guinea pig, at least if I'm not getting paid. I mean, yeah, so now. Yeah, listen, I'm, I am don't even want to talk about the fucking vaccine anymore. I'm glad I got it. I'm glad I'm, a, I'm able to start working again because I felt so fucking useless for so long and feel a little bit safer and you know, everyone's going to make their own choice. Wait, are jobs making you? Are jobs make? Because I've, I've heard of people losing their jobs so far. Are jobs making you get it? Are they like, because my other friend, she's been remote and they told her in order to come back to the office, she needs to get the vaccine. No one has specifically said that, but like this staffing event company that I work for, you know, sent sent notices out where it's like, you are eligible for the vaccine. They, know, they I don't, I don't think it should be legal for anyone to say that i you know i think it's too too soon private yeah, company I, yeah i don't know private company anyone anyone else especially with acting stuff it's just all about testing all the time because whether you get the vaccine or not it's still possible though though the odds are less likely it's still possible for you to be a carrier so you should still be getting tested yeah we went over that whole beef i was like i don't understand why people are like i got vaccine i'm good i'm like why do you i'm like you can still get it and you can still spread it like nothing has changed except for the fact that you won't have a tube down your throat like you you still have to wear a mask you still have to wash your hands you still have to stop being a nasty motherfucker i don't ever like i don't understand where everybody's getting this i don't ever want to see any communal snacks on a bar ever again that's disgusting yeah that's not that's first of all i i'm sure there are places doing that now I don't. I wouldn't Yo, even put I it back like now. Fucking, I mean, it's always been gross. Even yeah. before COVID, it's yeah. gross. And like, you think you're in a blue state with people who are smart enough to like know the information, but like, dude, California, there's some there's some hicky, ignorant parts, or like rich people who don't give a fuck. Like Orange County, I don't think one person has ever worn a mask throughout the entire pandemic. Let's be real. <laughs> right. I remember seeing someone, um, this amazing comedian, Bridget, Bridget McManus, love her. Um, she posted something about, I think the, the new, like, I don't remember how recent it was, but like, you know, the regulations, you know, California advises you must wear a mask, blah, 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 new regulation. And she posted it with the comment, isn't this what we were supposed right. to be doing the whole time? I was like, right. Like, is that, how is this a new regulation? I thought this is what we've been doing for the past at over 365 days at this point. How is this a new regulation? Yeah, I don't understand. Nuts. But apparently it was it was a new rule. I don't I don't understand. I don't know. Um, I don't really care. I'm also I'm also very like the whole everybody's like, I want to go back to normal. I'm like, fuck. First of all, fuck normal. But secondly, like, I'm good. I, I can stay in my living room for the rest of my life. I don't, I don't need to go anywhere or do anything. That's fine. Although I do start my new job in two weeks. But um, which will be interesting because it's like culture shock. And I'm a little worried about Sparkle because she's so used to me being home yeah. all the time and just loving on her. Um I feel like that should be the job. Like that's the job I should have taken. I will stay at home with right. your puppy while you go to work. Like I'll give him like two hours a day. I could definitely like do like four houses a day. I guess you know just to give your dog a little love. Yeah, I would. That would be a mate. Oh my god, I should yeah. start a company that does. Well, I mean, there are dog walking companies that exist already, but they're trash. Like I told you, how Wag almost killed Samson, right? No, I did not know so that. So I was working what in like, you know, 12-hour shifts. Of course, I needed someone to walk him in between. And what I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and like beat myself while I'm down. And people have done that to me where they're like, well, oh, you're trusting a stranger to walk your dog every time. And it's like, I would choose my preferred walker most of the time. But like every once in a while, if they're not available or I didn't book it in advance, like I trusted the service to vet these people beforehand and do background checks and they lie about it and they don't actually do that. And these could be people who 
don't necessarily these these could be fucking people who like literally have never seen a dog before for all i know um right they just need a job and wait i just want to oh damn it you said something and made me think of something oh also that that just brought up the point mom shaming has no boundaries so it's not just people with children you see our fur babies uh we get Mm -hmm. it too sorry yeah um so what happened was i worked i booked a wag walk i get home like probably around one in the morning or something after bartending and normally, you know, Samson will run to meet me at the door or he's tired and he's sitting on the couch, but I get home and he is like shivering in the hallway, like squealing, like making these noises that I've never heard before. Like he was not okay. And I didn't know what was going on. So I look in my wag history and it's like, there was no review from the walker about how the walk went like normal. They're there. Oh my God. I used to live in a pretty fancy building. So like every time someone took my key out, that spare key that I left at the front desk, I get an email when it's taken out and I get an email when it's, when it's returned. That guy had my key for like two hours. So mm-hmm. I don't know why. Cause I booked the walk for a half what? hour and it was also like, a pretty hot summer and I have an elderly dog. Like if it's super hot out and I book a half hour walk, like the half hour includes the time it, it you're in my apartment and it includes the time returning like back and forth. So how I don't, yeah, it's not a full 30, 30 minute 30 walk. It's, it's, it's the process outside. And it's not yeah. something that I should sp- explicitly have to say in the bio. If you are a walk, like an experienced dog walker, you should just know that. Um, so when I did finally take him to right. the vet, like, well, I, before then, you know, I had to do, I had to do a whole, like, dip him in and out of cold water in the bath, give him, uh, like, oh, so he's but like I hot. Really oh my poor little bug. But I think, I think he was like severely dehydrated and like overheated, um, like Pedialyte ice cubes, all of the things. But also, like, he couldn't bend down to eat his food or drink his water. Like, his body was was shot from the whole thing. And when I took him to the vet, she was like, okay, so she wow. gave him fluid for being dehydrated. She also said there's potentially signs of other trauma. I don't know if this man hurt my dog. And there's no way I'll ever know. Because I reached out to WAG and kept Honestly, harassing I them. And they were out, like, oh, no, like... We suspended him from walking for like whatever short period of time, but they're like, we can't get in touch with him. He's not answering us. So I'll never know what happened. I was going to be part of a class action lawsuit, but because my dog recovered now, all of a sudden, like I'm not eligible for it. Um, But WAG is terrible. Don't ever use them. Don't ever support them. And like Olivia Munn, this fucking actress um, who I don't know if she still stands by them, but like there was one family where the dog was either lost or stolen or killed or whatever, but like their resolution to the issue was to have Olivia Munn go visit the dog's parents. Like who the fuck cares? You're a B-list actor. I don't give a shit about you. My Uh, dog is dead. First of all, like this is the type of stuff. I, another reason why I say I, I would, I would never have children because even as I'm listening to you tell me this story, like my blood is boiling and like all these crazy ideas are coming in my head of the things I would have done. So like, there's just no way I would not be in jail. I remember even one time I was uh, like, when Sparkle was a puppy, I brought her to PetSmart, you know, to get a little puppy package or whatever and stuff. And there was one of the employees like jokingly like picked Sparkle up and was like, oh my God, she's so cute. I'm taking her. I was like, bitch, keep playing. Like, she, but my tone was I, I'm saying it kind of nicely but the way I said it like she stopped dead yeah. in her like mid-step turned around and was like I'm so sorry here's your dog like I am so sorry for that I was like yeah don't play with me or I was at the groomer and they were like oh yeah one time she cut you know they cut her ear and blah 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 blah, blah. one time they cut her tail I was like all I hear are just assault <laughs> charges for me everything you're I'm you guys are just so just mediocrely just talking about, oh, yeah, my dog was hurt and one time and another time and another no, time. No, this and shit isn't like, casual. It's serious. What? You don't play around with me and my animal. I stopped dating a guy once because we were walking. Yeah, no. My dog and, 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 like, my dog was interacting with one of my neighbor's dogs. And this guy looked at me and, like, gave me some kind of suggestion for how the dogs are supposed to be playing. And I'm like, you don't know this dynamic. Me and my neighbors know each other. Our dogs know each other. They're fucking playing. The, do- the dogs, uh, the, the, the tails are wagging like I can't even form words I'm so pissed I'm like you don't tell me what to do right. with my animal 
he's fucking 10 years old. I've kept him alive this long. Me and my neighbors would know what's going on. Like, who are you, sir? Get the fuck out of my face. He was mansplaining. He was mansplaining. Oh, my God. Someone called mansplaining. Oh, my God. What is the term? Oh, someone coined the term. Instead of saying mansplaining, we call it erectile dysfunction. (laughs) Oh, my God. Amazing. Isn't it? And it makes sense because it's the same like, you know, dudes with big cars, you got a little dick. You're over here mansplaining because you got a little dick or you can't get your dick up in the first place. That's oh why you feel the need God, to boost your testosterone over here. So yeah, it's not mansplaining. It that's is erectile dysfunction. Can you Please use me that so I don't forget. Um, yes, I there's, another, there's another fun one that came up when I was in my book club. Um, I forget who coined it. Um, I think someone on TikTok or a therapist or something. But um, because, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to do romantically or sexually and like, uh, I don't know what's happening, but I have needs and I'm, I'm trying to figure out like who's going to fit into that. Is it going to be just casual? Is it going to be a full on romance? Are you going to understand that I still am figuring out what the fuck to do with my own vagina? I just figured out how to have an orgasm by myself. Like, you know, it took me a long time. Um, but right. calling right. them maintenance men. How fucking great is that? First of all, I think that's golden. But for me, I always, well, you heard my sketch. That was actually part of something I do. I would call it a team. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, you got your starters. You got your bench warmers. You know, you got your your sixth man off the bench. You know, you got to have a team. And just remember, you are the goddamn coach. Okay? Do you, like, everyone, I, that's the thing with, like, sexual liberation we, you know they want to shun us they want to shame us they want to hate the song WAP but you know you want to like pictures yeah. on Instagram where everyone's half naked or there was a woman who posted a picture like everyone's always like oh don't post sexy pictures and nobody will bother you a woman posted a screenshot of she posted a pair of headphones yeah. um, uh-huh. like the noise canceling ones or the big bulky one on her bed that's literally the picture headphones on her bed she's not even in it there's nothing else in it someone commented mm, I'd like to see right. you wearing nothing but those Tell me, tell me where there was an, uh, there was like a thirst trap. Tell me where there was an opening or an invitation for that kind of commentary. You men need to learn how to just manage yourselves. I think that's the problem. The male species does not know how to manage themselves because exactly. Boys will be bores. They get to do whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want. Stop trying to make us modify our behavior because your, your knee, your, like, yes, inability to control like, you yourself is it's not my fault. You like, can't control yourself. Like, I have to go home. I have to change my clothes. Like, what? Oh, that was a big thing. They were like, um, when they were talking about going back to school, and they were like, oh, well, you know, there's really no way to enforce the mask wearing. It's like, um, you guys enforce making the girl go home and change her clothes. You guys enforce whenever a black person has on locks or dreads or braids or whatever that you guys don't like, so you don't let them walk on stage or you don't let them play sports or you don't let them wrestle or you don't. You have no problem enforcing rules and regulations. Absolutely. When you want to. Absolutely. Yeah. The hypocrisy, the cowardice—it's—it's yeah. it's, it's old. It's tired. It's enough already. Amen, <laughs> sister. And with that, I feel like we've got enough off of our chest. Can we do Fuck the yeah, lovely card pull now? Now we can stick to the okay. one card pull as we do. But what I've been doing daily for myself, which if you're down. I've been doing these two card pulls because it's one is what you're letting go of and releasing. And the other one is what's, what's coming next and what's coming for you. And if you're down for that, I would love to do one of those. Okay, cool. Cause yeah, we're only we at 45 time, minutes. Go dope, for dope, it. dope. Okay. Let's do that. Now I'm going to try to see if I can do this one handed because I was, you know, I, I had reset my phone. Because of technology, and I, f- I figured out how oh. for it not to lock, but it has been doing it. So, um, we'll just tap it once and then shuffle. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. tap and shuffle, tap and shuffle. I don't want because I don't want all your cars to go flying. Because also, if you're on the I patio, I imagine the cars literally going flying, you. flying. I did. Oh. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, no, I'm gonna do this one handed because, like, I feel like it's a good practice for masturbating, too, you know. 
<laughs> Actually, no. Oh, yummy. Good for so, you. Go for I it. Love, I, love how, um, <laughs> I love how much um, – I'm trying to find the right words. I love how much responsibility you took upon yourself for my orgasm that you wanted to check in with me. I thought that was so <laughs> fucking delightful that you, like, you texted – no, you called me, and you're like, hey, I have a suggestion. I'm like, I love it because we're so connected that – I had already figured it out, but it's, it's, you know, it's toy and power based for me right now, but at least I figured it out. But I, I love that you cared so much that you were like, Hey, this is fucking fantastic. Listen, I, I live by the, by M and M and M. Okay. It's the three M's that yeah. would be meditation, motivation, Ooh, love it. and masturbation. With, okay. With Those three combined. Yes. It's like just, it's the best way to live your best life for many reasons. Um, I will say meditation has changed my life in like it a doesn't. week. I know that sounds it crazy. It doesn't because when you actually like fully minutes. connect to it it's and like relinquish your need to control everything and just say, no, I'm here for this. It really will do that. Right. Yeah. And then um, motivation, because it's like, Yes, I'm not saying you need to be motivated every second of the day, but you should at least have a why, like a reason as to what you're doing, why you're doing. So you can always come back to that whenever something doesn't work out, it fails, it gets delayed, it gets canceled, whatever the case is. So you want to hold on to that motivation for when you need to kind of just pull it yeah. out of your purse, for when you're not just feeling it. Um, and then uh, the reason why masturbation, one, because orgasms are great, not just scientifically for endorphins and all that other good stuff. But then you don't have to worry about throwing off your pH balance, right? Literally, figuratively, physically. Okay. Yeah. You don't need somebody else. And you connect with yourself more. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the whole purpose of Yeah, like when I say go connect with yourself, yourself. actually coming from a loving place. Mm. Okay. Agreed. So I pulled I the two. That. I love that very as much. As we were speaking, as I was shuffling, I was, I was doing. So it's interesting because what I pulled for okay. what we're releasing might sound counterintuitive, but I think it'll reveal itself when we talk about the second card. So the first one. Um, and, and I did, I did the work your light Oracle card deck again. So the first one is protection, call back your power, okay. cut the cords, soul retrieval. Um, so I think it's, I think this is coming up because we have been doing that. We've been protecting ourselves and that's why we don't have to focus too much on it right now, but. Yeah. Like we are where we need to be in that yeah. area. In but a the sense. direction I, here, I and I'm going to do it real quick. Um, is to hold the card on the chakra that needs cleaning and then to repeat this this particular phrase. So I'm going to do it. And I, you know what? I'm going to fucking hold it in my pelvic region. That's what I'm going to do. Um, I call back any lost soul fragments, power, any vows, soul contracts, hexes, or programs from the past or present, from this life or others that are not in the highest good of all, I relinquish now. Any power or light that I have willingly or unwillingly given away or had taken from me, I call back now. Any cords or attachments from this life or others, I release now for the highest good of all. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. That does make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Relinquish that shit. Out. Yeah, it. Let it go. Yucky. Gross. Okay. Germs. Ew. That's how I feel like neg yes. negativity. I'm like, ill germs, get it off. Let me wash my like, mouth. Get rinse it, it off. off. I, that's exactly how I feel about it. Like, get it off and then get on Ooh, it so you can get yes. off yourself. Okay. So this is, are you ready for what's coming? Bar. I'm a rapper. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. So it's Min Takan. Yes. Longing for home, belonging, the original light workers. Yes. So the, the hmm. Mintakons are a soul group who originated on a planet in the constellation Orion. They were the first star beings to travel to Earth, believed to be the original yeah. light workers. Their home planet is thought to have been a water world with water so pure that you could see through it for miles. For this reason, they feel most at peace and at home when in or around crystal clear water. They are here to teach us to see the potential in everything and the light in all beings. So they have an odd longing for home, struggle with feeling like they don't belong. It's thought that this is due to their home planet no longer being in existence. And we've talked about both of us feeling like we don't belong here and we're like from Area 51. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for a mind fuck right now? So 
previous dude, um, that was a big thing for him. Like, and I, we, like I said, we always joke about how, like we're not from this planet or whatever, but it was a huge thing for him, like kind of feeling disconnected. Um, one of the craziest things he ever said to me, go, he goes, I feel like you keep pulling me back to my body. I had no yeah. idea what that meant. I mean, I kind of feel like I have an idea, but what you just said, and then also the fact you said that it was planet Orion when we went somewhere, let's just say the name Orion was very significant. So that's why I just gasped like that. Cause I'm like, I don't understand why I got to keep getting reminders of this asshole. Like it's, it's done. It's over. I will, I'm sure I will never see him again, but again, the universe has what it has in, in store. But I just thought that was crazy because hey, this <clears throat> be Okay. Sidetrack because I have ADD. I am now in the front of my house. There was a bee in the back of the house, um, and it was it was on the steps. So I knew Sparkle was going to come back up the steps, and I was waiting for the bee to move, but it wasn't fucking moving. So like she started coming back up, like she was getting ready to come on the stairs. So I was looking for the bee killer thing. Like we have this hornet spray. It's a very straight, sharp yeah. stream of death, you know. Um, so I was looking for that, but in my panic, couldn't find it. Left the room in the back. Go, I found the first thing I could find that was spray. Like, I, it could have been Lysol for all I know. It was actually disinfectant spray. Um, I sprayed it. I saw it fly away. I was like, whatever, fine. Now I'm in the front of my house. Dude, and the motherfucker is at the window. Like, bitch, I see you. I, I remember you. you. They do. They remember. They know you. Do you know that bees have evolved? Bees have actually evolved to the point that when you go underwater, they wait for yeah, you because they shit, know yeah. you have to come back up. And they're led, they're led by a female. So that's evolution. That okay. I'm sorry. Okay. So wait, let me, let ow, me. Wrap this up. Okay. So no, back to the card. Like, sorry. On it. It's good. Um, so the takeaway, perhaps you feel this longing to find home without knowing where that is. Perhaps you've been moving around a lot and you're in for a place on mm -hmm. earth to call your own. Mm, I have. So you are being called mm. to connect with mother earth and create it for yourself now to choose where you feel most at home and create it rather than waiting for the feeling of belonging to come. And there's another transmission um, directive, if I may. So I'm going to hold the card on, on my do. heart and say this. I allow myself to be truly here and at home on this planet. I release any grief around not belonging or feeling held and call in the perfect home. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love supposed that to be so here. That was beautiful. Yeah. It's another great episode, as usual, because we're so connected. Everything just works out for us amazingly, because we are blessed, protected, and highly favored. And I thank you all for listening and tune in for another episode of Sex Spirit. I'm Tracy Hassel. AKA I'm Tracy Moise. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening.